0: Welcome to Movie Film Studios, the only podcast that takes you inside the mind of two film studio executives as we unravel and then re-ravel the best that Hollywood has to offer.
1: I'm Isaac. And I'm AJ. And this week we slipped on some boxing gloves and jumped into the ring in order to escape from the apocalyptic rise of Lady Gaga. But before we get into something new, it's time for something old as we check in on our last feature in Box Office Report. Now, last week we released the um, third film in the National Treasure. Was it National Treasure? It was, yeah. National yeah. Treasure series, which we simply titled National, National Treasure, treasure. Yeah. which also served as a sequel to the 1960-whatever 1960 film. Three, yeah. 1963 Alfred Hitchcock film, The Birds. The Birds. Yeah. Uh, so we somehow made a sequel to both films in the one film.
0: Yeah. Or- and, and, and the thing is, I think very, must make it very, very, very clear yes. to avoid confusion, Yes. National Treasure yep. 2018 yep. is only a sequel to the first <laughs> yes, National Treasure that's film. That's right, exactly. Absolutely has nothing to do with National Treasure Ab- 2. As far as we're concerned, there's still gold inside written Mount Rushmore. Um, <laughs> really kind of strange. Normally our contract negotiations with actors go really smoothly. Yep. The people we have in mind for the roles just sort of like go, yeah, sign on. Yep. Um Nicolas Cage, who's renowned... Yeah. For taking every single film role that yeah. comes across he's, his desk, he's
1: taken some of our roles before. It, I'm sure of it. It's
0: the first film he has turned down We're in kidding. almost 15 years.
1: You, you t- he turned down
0: us. us. He turned us down. What? I, I have no idea.
1: But he's been in one of our films before. He was in the, I the Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> he, he said yes
0: to <laughs> Ghost Rider 2, He said yes to. He said he said yes to to Knowing. Yeah. Oh to, man, like all of these films I'm just like like it didn't even occur to me I didn't even put into like you know pr- uh, into my you know schedule for for making this film yeah negotiations yeah. with Nicolas Cage yeah because I just thought like that's a lock yeah but we're still lo- I mean he he's turned it down we've offered him more money he turned it down yep he
1: has to be in this film. Yeah, this, he does. This, this film doesn't work we, without him. Exactly. We have the rights to National Treasure somehow. Exactly. And he
0: is. A, he knows. He. I think he knows this.
1: Yeah. I think. I think this
0: is one of those. Have you been around a poker table and the guys sort of like they play really slow yep. for the first fifteen <laughs> years and they learn everyone's tells. Yeah. I think this is what Nicolas Cage has been doing. Yep. For the last ten years, he's been building up his skill as a negotiator uh, okay. by playing softball the whole time. This makes sense. And then when he digs in his heels, yep. he becomes the greatest. <laughs> contract negotiator of all time yep the, the, I feel as though the, the budget for this film
1: is just gonna blow out exponentially it probably is you know what we should do then this is what we do we do what Oceans 8 did and because they couldn't get George Clooney back for that film we just say that uh, you know uh, Nicholas Cage died, and now it's his sibling his or sister. his yeah. sister, who's son or his daughter or something, exactly. And then also at some point in the film, we'll have like a framed photo of Nicholas Cage that isn't actually a photo; it was just a f- still taken from one of the previous films. I
0: hate when films do that. Yeah, exactly, and it's just a, yeah, they, they did that for again the worst film of all time twice for both Brody and Sean Connery's <laughs> character did in, in, in Crystal Skull. Crystal oh, I'm Skull, actually gonna yeah. that's like a really bad uh, sorry, really really good uh, uh, power play move. Yep. I'm just gonna send Nicholas. <laughs> so don't worry um contract negotiations is o- are over uh we're just going to cast a a new actor yep. a new well-known actor as your no, as your you your know sibling. What? let's go
1: even deeper i feel like we should start a rivalry with nicolas cage does he have a son can we cast his son is his son like is he a bit jaded with his father can we actually just cast he does have a son and his oh, son's name is Kellel. after <laughs> oh it Superman. is too? Yeah, yeah you're right yeah that's it We will... Okay, this film, it will go ahead. Uh, It's now the descendant of Nicolas Cage's character... Still Sean Bean. So, Sean Bean, as we mentioned last week... Had cryogenically frozen himself to 2050 something. Yep. Uh, and now it's just his son who I guess. Yeah, Kel-El, I think it's Kellel Coppola. Yeah, is, you're right, It would
0: yeah. be. Uh, I'm not sure. Again, not sure if they're, they're interacting at the moment or how old they are. Yep. But definitely. Um, Doesn't matter. Let's, let's just. I'm going to send send um. Yep. Uh, his agent a, a message as well. Yep. Um, I'm actually. We'll, we'll check in a little bit later because, again, really good negotiator Nicholas Cage is actually quite prompt to responding to these messages. Yep. Almost like he's already thought <laughs> five or six moves <laughs> ahead and he knows every play that i'm going to make yep. and, and has a counter for it i yep. just i just don't i don't know what to do about it
1: look we'll see how it goes this but is probably one of the first weeks that we haven't been able to finish no, a film
0: exactly i mean turnaround on a films normally less than less seven than, days yeah exactly <laughs> always, almost always less than seven days, yeah. but I, I think Nicolas Cage knows he's costing us money every time he, he holds out. And yeah. Anyway, oh, uh, well, we'll, we'll check in that we'll get, a little bit later we'll on. Get
1: there. <laughs> All right, on to This Week in Trailers. Uh, first trailer for you this week is Creed 2, a sequel to Creed, the. Uh, film about the band no. yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of feel as though this almost uh, belonged in last week's
0: set of trailers well yeah. while not a horror Definitely, yeah. Creed was definitely like a, a, a soft reboot of an existing franchise yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in very much the same way that everything we watched last week Absolutely, was Absolutely, yeah. um, I didn't make it all the way through Creed it was yeah. like it was a good film Okay. and it was I got up to the bit where they're about like this build up to the fight and they're about to fight and it's going to be the great big fight I'm like yeah I've seen enough of this film now yes. I, I don't actually <laughs> Watch, watching the guys like whack each other in the face for yeah. the last
1: twenty minutes of the film. This was a the the first one was Oscar bait as well, didn't I think it, it got nominated for a few things. I think Stallone got nominated for some kind of nomination for best supporting actor or something. One of his first Oscar nominations, or uh, I don't know, second, or I don't know. I don't know. It's so. I think she's got probably. He may
0: have more screenwriting Oscar nominations than he does acting Oscar nominations. You're and when right, you see, yeah. like, how he is in front of the camera, yeah, sure, definitely. Yeah. Uh, in the first film, yeah. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm like, I- I- this is a good film, yeah. but what I mean, you- <laughs> How did you get an Oscar for-, for, like, an Oscar nomination for writing? Yeah. Like, you didn't even need to write words on the paper. You're just mumbling. <laughs> These aren't even words. <laughs> just improvise
1: the whole thing. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, I haven't seen the first Creed, and uh, I don't know if this one is going to be as good as the first. Yeah. I mean, it could be.
0: But. I mean, if, if anything's to go by, all of the main characters from the first Creed ended up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, um, uh, Michael B. Jordan, yep. uh, who plays Apollo Creed's son, yep. uh, whose name I, I don't know. Is it Apollo? Th- is,
1: it's, it's, it's something Creed.
0: I don't even... Actually, I think one of the things in the film is that his last name isn't Creed, because mm. like his father died in Rocky Two or Rocky Three or... Yeah, um, so there's the... Yeah, I mean,
1: I haven't yeah seen, exactly. I haven't seen any of the Rocky films. I mean, you'd think as a big-time Hollywood producer such as myself, I would have seen... Well, you get the gist of it. All like the films, um, but like, Watching it takes time. Like, you watch a trailer, you get a pretty good sense of a film. Yeah, so. yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if I need to, like, uh, I'll clue you in on sort of, like, the um, hidden secrets of the producing world you don't need to have seen any of the films to be a producer you just no. need to sort of have the general gist of it I mean do you really think that any Hollywood producer out there actually watches the films that they're releasing don't have time no, I don't have time I'm a busy executive um, so yeah I generally know it's an underdog story Sylvester Stallone pumps his fists at the top of some staircase in Washington yeah uh, it's all.
0: he's trained by Carl Weathers who plays yep. Apollo Creed and then I think in Rocky 2 II or 3 I've only seen the first one yeah um, he gets punched to death yeah and there's dramatic moment of you know dying in his arms and then i think in creed this is his son yeah but i think his son doesn't actually go by the last name creed because he was raised without a father and then chooses to adopt the name creed anyway i don't really remember um and i'm not sure it's
1: important (laughs) it probably isn't but this particular film also brings back uh probably the descendant of drago because yes that's um, a good point as well this is i don't know is this a thing for like the siblings or the, the the sons and daughters of like um uh, film Rivals Film Rivals yeah that just continue on I mean we this just is, we just did just, just literally
0: just cast yeah. Nicolas Cage's <laughs> kid and I yeah, think the week before as well did we not ca- try and cast um Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> and <laughs> Gary Busey's son in films as well
1: Yeah we did you know what that's yeah I think but this is the only a thing that happens in films right like it's I, I mean do old family rivalries still I, exist I think the, the issue becomes
0: that like for that to occur yep. both pairs of rivals have to have kids at the same time and both of those kids (laughs) have to grow up to be professionals in the same professional sport i mean it is quite common for for um athletes to have had professional athlete parents yeah in the same sport is a little bit less common yeah and then also like the same uh, did michael jordan and like Shaq have a rivalry <laughs> and are their kids gonna grow up and play
1: in the Probably.
0: nba it's not gonna happen like even <laughs> if they are professional athletes yeah. like what, what are the odds Yeah, it
1: only happens in stories it doesn't seem to happen in real life yeah. like it's a romeo and juliet thing like the montagues versus the capulets yeah. it's just the perpetual rivalry so i i don't know Like, imagine if... What if Drago and Creed are, like, the best of friends? What if they... Yeah, exactly. Just like Romeo and Juliet. Maybe it's a fairy tale romance where they're just like, we are from competing families, but we don't actually hate each other. We're we're pretty... Maybe they're just, like, indifferent. They're just like, yeah, yeah, pretty fine. There's no... I mean,
0: we're just... It, we just happen to be in a boxing ring. Yeah, that's right. But we're just gonna we're just gonna like play some Nintendo and hang out for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, did you think this big, colorful, silky dressing gown robe with the name Drago on the back meant we're going to fight? Nah, nah, it was just it was just like a little bit a little bit cold, <laughs> but not so cold that I needed a big furry dressing gown. Yeah, so right. like, the yeah. silky one was kind of yeah, nice. Exactly,
1: it's uh, it's refreshing. All right, on to trailer number two, which is "A Star Is Born," a remake of the 1937 film of the same name. Uh, starring and directed by Bradley Cooper. Yeah.
0: So is this his first uh, directorial
1: film? Um, according to the Academy, yes, it is. So uh, he will be directing this, will releasing this one, and then directing something else later on. But yeah, this is his directorial debut.
0: So the the film basically follows Bradley Cooper, who is an established country music star like a Willie Uh, nelson yeah sort of he's had a a long prosperous career you kind of see elements of like he's got a bit of a drinking habit Mm -hmm. um he has big sort of like large open stage shows and he meets a girl in a bar some sort of performer who is stephanie gianotta i can't
1: remember lady gaga's real name it's no, like, yep. something like that well i mean she goes by lady gaga and she's in credi-
0: credited in the in the in the trailer as lady gaga but i think you know eventually she's going to be stephanie in brackets gaga <laughs> <laughs> following the rock spout G- germanotta germanotta yeah um and and so she's a just like this no-name performer in a in a, a bar yep uh forms a relationship with Bradley Cooper yeah. and uh Bradley Cooper's like you you know the most beautiful person I've ever seen. You've got a f- fantastic voice. Yep. You deserve to be a star and he gets her on stage and they start performing together yep. and they start going through the high life. And I imagine there's, you know, all the trappings and um, relationship problems that that brings with it. And yeah. that, that's, that's pretty much the film.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it is, as I said, a, a remake of the 1937 film. It's like the third or fourth remake of it as well. It's a kind of archetypal Hollywood um, romance, romance, feel-good movie. I mean, this one seems to sort of inject a bit more uh, high stakes, a little bit more intensity in terms of, um, you know, bad things happening and so yeah. on and so forth.
0: So the biggest thing that you find with these sort of films, and Crazy Heart was uh, an example that I brought up of, it's a fictitious famous country star yeah. who has a troubled past. Um, I think uh, whoever the big Lebowski was... Um, like the actor? Yeah, what's his, what's his name? Kurt... No, Don, Don Johnny. Johnny, he's got uh, his, his brother and his dad, and he's, Lloyd Bridges, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bo bridges. bridges. There we go. Lots it's of Jeff, bridges. It's Jeff Bridges. It is Jeff it? Bridges. There we go. Um, uh, definitely don't tell him it took us that long to remember <laughs> his name <laughs> and that of like I I remembered Bo Bridges
1: <laughs> before him and Jeff Bridges. Although Bo and will Lloyd be very Bri- happy. Lloyd Bridges will be happy. We love exactly. Lloyd Bridges.
0: Uh, he won an Academy Award for Crazy Heart. Yes. Uh, Not a good film. I really, really (laughs) didn't enjoy it. Um, And I don't think it was a good performance. And I don't think the music was that good. And everyone's like, it's the greatest film ever. These films, because they're fictitious um, musicians, always have to write original songs yeah. for the um, yeah. for the film. Uh, so with, with Lady Gaga on board, and, and she is a songwriter, they have that sort of pedigree in there. But I think you were saying that uh, Willie Nelson's son... Yeah,
1: Lucas, Lucas Nelson uh, was approached by Bradley Cooper to write songs for the film. And so he wrote a whole bunch of songs uh, for the film and also collaborated with Lady Gaga to write some additional songs because there's a few songs in here that are duets as well. Um, and so yeah they have written a whole bunch of original songs that I also cool.
0: think Bradley Cooper by directing yeah. has given himself the license to sing in the songs I don't, I don't know have they got like a stunt voice in I, I don't know in the trailer it does sound like Bradley Cooper it singing does. and to be fair he's not bad, not bad Yeah, but is he good enough to like it's like <laughs> no one else would have put him in this role but yeah, he's like yeah. I want to be a country star <laughs> I'm the only and I'm going to cast myself as a country yeah. star and I'm going to get to sing
1: I mean it's not like I mean, it's not a wholly like ridiculous casting choice though like it's not like Keanu Reeves in that Dracula film by uh, uh, Coppola <laughs> <But> <laughs> where he was just like why why are you in this film why you do not belong in here
0: uh, when I, you I, said it's not a ridiculous casting and then you said the words Keanu Reeves yeah. like like, my brain flagged at least seven other <laughs> films that he's in. Or I'm just like, this is a ridiculous casting to yeah. have Keanu Reeves in it. And you picked Bram Stoker's Dracula, which, again, is one of the ones that raised a flag, it, but it by 100% no means the flag. only one. Um,
1: but <laughs> All right, on to the final film for this week's episode, and it is How It Ends, a Netflix original film starring Forrest Whitaker... Um, that's and the only that's really, really well known actor. Yeah, that's the only one I know. The
0: other guy the the main male lead is a uh, an English actor who's been sort of like in fringe roles for the last maybe five yeah. or ten years. I think he was in the in between as like the big I'm so big and tough and yeah. I'm the handsome guy and I the little <laughs> nerdy characters. I don't I don't care for little nerdy characters. Yes. Um but he was the- also in
1: Theo uh, James is his name. Was he in Divergent and in Insurgent as well? I think he, uh, uh, he was in the underworld films. Oh yeah. Uh, and yes, he was in the Divergent series. Sorry. Yeah, so um, he's
0: played tall, handsome British guy yeah, in, yeah. in a lot of sort of like B and C films for the last couple of yeah, years. Yeah, he's the
1: kind of actor where he would be absolutely typecast, typecast rather as the uptight, arrogant, smarmy British. Yeah, dude, that you just hate, and you know, will get to his comeuppance at some point in the film. Uh, but in this one, he's playing the lead. Um, something happens in the world; it's a some na- kind of natural uh, disaster of n- some description, seemingly a natural disaster, yeah, that, but there seems to be some sinister overtones to maybe. it. Um, and he is tasked with finding his partner. I think. Yeah, so he's he's got a girlfriend, a wife, or a girlfriend who's yeah.
0: stranded in a city. He's he's at the very time that this thing happens, visiting his uh, either in-laws or his parents' girlfriends. Uh, his girlfriend's parents, <laughs> his parents, girlfriend, um, no, his, uh, his girlfriend's parent who is, uh, who is Forrest Whitaker yep. and Forrest Whitaker seems to be ex-military. There's a point there where he like unrolls a duffel bag and there's knives and yeah, guns. And yeah. It's like, oh, I've got a very specific set of skills. <laughs> um, and and all communication is cut off with the city. Yep. There's military guards for every major road yeah. coming in and out. F twenty
1: two's flying throughout yeah, the city. There's
0: a bit of lawlessness. They yep. they I think in the trailer they come up ac- across at least six different roadblocks. Yep. Um, there's police. There's military. There's yep. a- already your post apocalyptic biker gangs yep. for roadblocks <laughs> as well. Um, and and somehow they're trying to get into the city. And m- <laughs> more of the mystery unravels. There's like weird lightning storms flocks of birds are behaving weirdly so they say say it's an earthquake but then like oh maybe it's something different I'm like literally this trailer doesn't tell us whether it's aliens whether it's government experiments whether it's natural disasters whether it's underground kaiju
1: monsters (laughs) (laughs) which is possibly not the intent of the film anyway it might be about the relationship between Uh, British dude and Forrest Whitaker yeah
0: two people who are trying to save someone that they love for different reasons I got a bit of
1: a sense of like it almost felt a little bit War of the Worlds you know the sort of like the opening um, third of War of the Worlds where just weird things are happening and they can't really figure out what it is Uh, I like that kind of otherworldly feel to it on Earth um the other thing I was gonna say is, with all the post-apocalyptic stuff, do you reckon there's just people out there that are just like waiting for that event to happen and they'll just instantly roll out the post-apocalyptic kits and the post-apocalyptic this like is, gangs? It, they're this just is, ready to go. They're, they're
0: ready. Oh, you, I was about to say there are actually people who are preppers. No, yeah, who, yeah. who have bank bunkers. But it's just like the guys who. It's no, no, like the, for everyone who's got a bunker with um <laughs> uh, cans of tin food to yeah, survive yeah. for twenty years, there's another guy with uh, a motorcycle that has spikes all <laughs> over right. it and a torn leather jacket because yeah. his prepping is like I'm gonna. Be part of a post-apocalyptic <laughs> exactly, bike gang yeah, yeah. Exactly. The, the moment that it happens, yeah. it's not ten or fifteen years down the line. It is you the d- moment we get a sense <laughs> that it might happen. We're forming these gangs That's right. Yeah.
1: They live an otherwise lawful life. Exactly. Uh, but as yes, soon it's, as it's, that it's event jo- happens, it's Joey from accounting. Yeah, yeah. Joey from accounting. Why is your? Why have you got <laughs> ram's <laughs> horns glued to the side of a motorcycle helmet? That's a bit weird. <laughs> I love like they're on like Earthquake Watch and they're like, Oh no, it's not 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 enough on the Richter yet. scale yet. <laughs> no this volcano hasn't erupted enough yet. Um Tina from Starbucks, can I get an asteroid report? <laughs> Are any asteroids coming through? No, not yet. Okay. Oh, damn it. Another day, another dollar. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um this particular film actually is a blacklist script. Um, which uh, the blacklist script in Hollywood, as I know about these things, um, is a, a whole bunch of scripts that sort of are very highly acclaimed, but have yet to be produced. yet to be made. Yeah. So they're sort of always floating around, uh, going across various. Di- we ignore them straight away. Yeah, exactly. We, have, we want nothing to do with blacklist scripts because um, generally, I mean, generally the people who write them are not well known script screenwriters. because yeah, right, yeah. the if you've
0: written a good script and you're a well known screenwriter, then it normally gets made, or you're yeah. approached by studios to to make film to actually write the script from yeah. scratch. Whereas these ones are like pe- unsolicited screen scripts that people have written. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple of them, but they're really just sort of like propping open doors. <laughs> big, big pile of them, just sort of like paperweights here and there, and also written on black paper as well. I know. As it's really so, difficult so to, re- to read the black you ink on black paper. You know how much toner it wastes as well every time exactly. you have to print one of these off? Uh, no, no wonder people don't make them. Like, <laughs> think of it: if you're going to put it on black paper <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, to be part of the blacklist, maybe use white ink. I don't it's, know. Just, it's Just think, just, think, oh, think yeah. of us producers.
1: We have to. You have to make our job easier. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: Anyway, how it ends, you'll see it on Netflix whenever they decide to release it, and then they'll release the sequel the next day, and then they'll spin it off into a kids animated t- TV <laughs> series. <laughs> <laughs> All right, those are the three films for this week's episode. But of course, before we can do anything with them, we're gonna have to take a little walk over to the green room. Let's go. right now let's recap uh our three films for this week's episode so we have a sequel to a rebooted yeah. sports film yep sure perfect we
0: have a, a country music film with remake. remake with um a well-known singer of some description yep and we have an apocalyptic uh
1: survival, survival film thriller yeah great uh now i believe it's my turn it is your this turn. week to choose um, I mean, they all look pretty good. We have really not done a musical before. Not done a musical. We've we done, haven't we... done a post-apocalyptic we film before. We haven't. And I really want to go down that road. Uh, the the disastrous. You road. say you
0: say the ro- that road or the road the road. <laughs> also, yeah, also a post-apocalyptic. Actually, you know what?
1: That's the name of the film. The, the road. Cormac McCarthy's The Road. That's that's right. <laughs> I have not read that book. I do need to though. Uh, no, we call it the road. That's it. It doesn't need to mean a legitimate, like la- an actual road. Could just mean like a journey that the characters need to go down. Could mean uh, maybe it's like ah, uh, like the initials of something, or it's an acronym for something else. But for now,
0: re- like I'm, I'm, you're being serious. I am. But Viggo Mortensen was already in a post-apocalyptic film called The Road, <laughs> I'm oh, damn it. based on the comic McCarthy book, like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to do it. I'm just like, maybe that's the thing. You ever notice that uh, if you go to like um, like a electronic store yep. and they're doing a bargain bin clearance yeah, yeah. and there's always DVDs in there yep. with the same film title yeah, as yeah. popular movies of the time, yep. like... Uh, I can't even remember what a good example Crash yep. for example when Crash won all those Oscars in like 2004 or 5 yep. there was a film from like 1978 called Crash yeah, yeah. and those electronic <laughs> stores like stocked up their yep. bargain bins with this film called Crash yep. and I'm assuming people came in yep. wanting to watch Cr- oh, Crash absolutely. and accidentally, accidentally bought their bought movie that, yeah, yeah. is that what we're trying to do with The Road? Yeah, I think so it's like so we're just going to call it the same as another, the film, same as another film that yeah. has loosely the same sort of yep. plot and hope that our DVD sales <laughs> gets mixed up with their DVD sales. Right, our yeah. film sales
1: It's a good plot. It's a good one. I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about that it before. We're not like other film studios. So again, we'll use the Crash example. Other film studios would release other films that sound like Crash, Mash, Brash. That that is another trash. approach. Yeah. Uh, we're not doing that. We, I'm
0: fairly sure they did protectors of the universe when Guardians of the Galaxy came out.
1: I think like there was a Transformers one as well called like. Transmuters or yep. something weird like that. Uh, no, we're not doing that. We're going to do the exact same... Because you can't copyright The Road. Exactly. Like, that's not something you can just... You can copyright maybe the font or the design or, um, I don't know, the, the pictures on the cover of the DVD, but you can't copyright The Road. Like, we can't be sued for that. Um, so, <laughs> yes know we're starting backwards. We usually come up with the name of the film at the end, but that also takes us the most amount of time. So, yes, it's now called The Road. Okay. Now, we don't need just to have... Quickly, I think i just got a message. Oh, dear. It's from Nicholas. Oh Nicholas oh Cage. <laughs> I
0: told you we'd check in. <laughs> Kell el is not 18. Still have parental guardian control. <laughs> um, I'm not signing off on him being in your film.
1: <laughs> Damn it. That's... <laughs> Great, now we have to go do some work on National Treasure. Anyway, um, oh, hang on, I'm getting a message. It's also from Nicolas Cage. Somehow he's heard us talking about the road. <laughs> and he's in. Right. There we go. He's, he's only he's only turning down. Why is he going to be such a
0: stickler for National Treasure? I don't know. This guy, is so, he's playing so fast he's playing that he'll lose with yeah, every, yeah. every rule that I know about yep. contract negotiation. <laughs>
1: So he's in our film. We don't know what this film's about yet. All we know is that it's called the Road and that it's some kind of post apocalyptic anything. It, could, it doesn't Nicolas have to Cage. be yeah. so he's in.
0: I, I like I like setting these sort of parameters <laughs> at the start. Yep. yep. Uh, it means that we don't have to spend fifteen minutes at the end trying to come up with a film name. <laughs> doesn't means we don't have to film so fill so much time coming up with actors. Yep. Just like right at the start, here's yep. here's who's in it, here's what it's called.
1: <laughs> now now we get to figure out what it's now, about. So the Road, starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> what is this film about? You say, uh, let's first figure out what is the apocalypse
0: that yep. this film is post.
1: So they've done, I mean, we've seen Aliens. I mentioned War of the Worlds earlier. We've done seismic events where, like, there's volcano, earthquake. The, the uh, Day After Tomorrow. Day was, After Tomorrow, uh, yeah, tidal wave.
0: No, no, that was the, the polar ice caps. It was freezing. Fre- it, was, okay, it, was, yep. it was
1: Dennis Quaid and Jake Gyllenhaal in the yep, snow. yep, yep, yep. Uh, um, there's been a Deep Impact as well. We've had the asteroid. So,
0: but Deep Impact and Armageddon are very much the event that's, that is going to destroy the world yes. and they have to stop it. Yep. It is not after those events.
1: Yep. Well, uh, okay. Here's an idea then. I want to combine. Let's combine two types. So, giant asteroid hitting the Earth. Yep. Love that. Yep. Also, aliens invading. Yeah. But here's how I'm going to combine it. Rather than an asteroid hits the Earth, an entire planet hits the Earth. And that planet is inhabited by aliens. You know what this reminds me of? And I never played any of the video games, but Mm. uh, the Final
0: Fantasy, one of the very first 3D animated films that tried for super realistic Ah, human look. The Spirits Within, I think. That was an asteroid that hit the Earth. Yep. That had the souls of other animals uh, yep, on it. Yep. And those were then ghosts that were trying to kill Damn everyone. It, and it was you, in the future. Like it's actually being done. I, I mean, if we don't do the the, the the souls of the animals as actually, like... No, no it's actual... When worlds collide, yeah, sort yeah. of. Uh, and aliens... And but, but the issue is that this is not the story of the of the worlds colliding. Yep. and It is not the story of the aliens not necessarily taking over. But, yep. like, it, it is like a hundred years after that event.
1: Okay, yeah, great. Where great.
0: where the world has sort of formed this very tenuous equilibrium yeah. between the aliens yeah. and... So, like, you know, you, you go to your classic post-apocalyptic ramshackle uh, town with lots <laughs> yep. of corrugated iron yep. and... Some of the shops are run by aliens and some it's a little bit it's a little bit district nine in this in this sense as well. I also
1: like the idea that the planet now, the planet Earth, instead of it just being a nice spherical ball, is now like two balls mashed together. Exactly. Because like a full size planet collided with
0: and and like you would expect if the both of those planets were made out of like clay, they just kind of smooched together (laughs) and like it didn't knock our planet off its orbital axis and none of the physics that like
1: Yep. Nothing everything's pretty much the same. Exactly.
0: So maybe maybe there is a point there so mainly humans stick to the human side of the planet and mainly aliens stick to their alien side of the planet yep. but there's this this like um point in the middle the impact yeah, yeah. site yep. and you know if you did actually get two balls of clay and you yeah, s- yeah. swacked them together and it sort of like form like this like a ridge yeah, yeah like yeah. a ridge um and, and that the ridge is where this story takes place yep. in, in the meeting point where yep. it is lawless, it's post-apocalyptic, it's yep. aliens and humans trying and to coexist. And they
1: call that ridge that goes around both planets The Road. The Road, yeah. That's it. Um, there we go. So I mean,
0: it would be just much easier to call the film The Ridge. <laughs> avoid confusion <laughs> with The Road. But it, It's it, too late it now. It is too late. If
1: we change the name, Nicolas Cage might walk off this film. <laughs> we can't afford that. All right, so... Uh, we've had two planets colliding with each other, have now formed a kind of like new hybrid planet, I guess. Do we give it a different name? Does it need a a, a new name? No, I no, think I think it's it Earth.
0: still Earth and,
1: and then whatever the, globulon, yeah, <laughs> yep, okay. or, or whatever whatever uh, sci-fi it name by the. Globulites.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, again, that's a, a bit of a lazy sci-fi name. We can like you can call it because <laughs> <laughs> they have
1: their own language. That's and
0: right, why yeah, would it yeah. sound anything like? Exactly. That's the other thing that really annoys me in films is that how all aliens are like
1: bipedal, yep. four-legged, yep. two-eyed, sort of. I, like well, you know what? Yeah, well, I mean, like because that's we can't really conceive of anything that doesn't fit uh, exactly our, what we know of life. I guess so. I mean that's fine, but I also kind of like the idea that if these two planets had completely different atmospheres, completely different, uh, you know, um, biological lives, maybe a hundred years into the future, both planets have started to like Ooh, evolve. You have, you have hybrid, together.
0: hybrid human alien.
1: Yep. I, I think
0: again, I suppose we're ignoring all of the physics that would occur. It doesn't matter. So like, I'm like, yeah. it, like, I'm like, it would have to be both sort of like. Um, Geologically and yep. atmospherically similar to yeah, Earth,
1: compatible, but but different.
0: Why not? Why not? Yeah, Just like not? it's like no, because like the gravity is attracting the air to the Earth side, <laughs> yeah. and while the other one might be sort of more freon-based yep. air <laughs> supply <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the middle, it's a mixture of that sort of, of ni- both, yeah. nitrogen, oxygen atmosphere which humans survive on, yep. and the Freon Argon. I'm just picking random noble <laughs> gases now. And and for some reason there's like also like a, I don't know, yep. Van Allen's Kuiper belt, whatever, is <laughs> yep. r- repelling the gases yep. so they're
1: sticking mostly to their Perfect. own planet. So in the road, uh, that's where we see this sort of abundance of new life forms. Exactly.
0: And you know what's really cool yep. is that Freon um, atmosphere yep. has an amber filter. Yeah, and like and and all all good post apocalyptic films yep. for some reason just have an amber filter <laughs> over every shot. And yeah. we we explain that away by the exactly. the, the the different colored atmosphere yep. is creating yep. like this atmosphere. It's like yep. wow, this this like sort of area is like really cool and atmospheric. It's like yeah, it's because of the gas and yep. not because we just put an amber filter over all exactly of
1: the exactly cameras. You know what's good about this? Uh, a little bit of trivia. So. Um, I don't think Nicolas Cage has ever played an alien. Now,
0: <laughs> you say that as trivia, and there's like no facts. No, no, hang
1: on. There's there's a fact involved because there was one notable alien role that he did want to play back Superman. in the nineties, and that was yeah. Superman. And there are. Uh, images of him dressed up in a Superman costume. Like a white Superman costume uh, as no, well. No, yeah, yeah, there's uh, very weird designs for them, um, like an all leather version. It was going to be a Tim Burton film. I also um, think
0: Kevin Smith may have written the script for it I as well. I think he did, yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, and there's, yeah, really weird pictures of, like, Nicolas Cage with super long hair dressed up uh, in this sort of odd Superman-style costume. So I'm just thinking, like, maybe this is the time. Maybe we bring him in as not superman but maybe he's like a new creature born in the in the road who like superman has powers that he can use on the earth side of things and on the whatever we call the other planet side yeah, that's of things. actually
0: a really good point as well cuz you you have like maybe gravity is so much um more dense yeah. on the other side yep. that when the aliens come across they're super strong yeah. and can run faster and jump higher. Yep. And then maybe there's something similar where uh, because um, maybe they can't metabolize the the ox the air yeah, yeah, very yeah. well on our side because yep. of the nitrogen, but we can on their side, or maybe yep. that we're lighter than air on their side, so yep. we we can actually fly on their side. Yep. And it becomes this like on each other's planets, we are the Superman yeah, on yeah. the corresponding yeah. side. But
1: Nicolas Cage is the Superman for both planets, for both planets. For bo- he's like the first thing humano hybr- hybrid Exactly born in the road that can exist on both sides and is a hero on both both sides. That's not a bad
0: idea, but I don't think the story focuses on him. No. So he is like an established superhero yeah, yeah, yeah. um patrolling yep. the road, yep. the the ridge line that it, the impact crater. Yep. Um, making sure that sort of like is kept even though like it, he's not doing a good job because it is a post-apocalyptic <laughs> way right, so, yeah, yeah. but it would be more so yeah. if, if he wasn't there yeah and these are the we tell the story from like a, a group of sort of like teenage kids or something yep. maybe who are like have grown up in the shadow of this superhero who knows, yep. knows that the superhero exists yep. and is keeping that balance yep. and then end of act one yep he dies <gasps> and that oh. tenuous balance that was in the that he was patrolling yep.
1: falls to pieces brilliant and then the rest of the film happens <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah war starts exactly so that's it. like but bo- okay here's what happens right both sides of the planet both like each planet thinks that the other side is responsible for the death of this oh, hero character. right yeah so they're like you killed our hero and they're like no you killed our hero um and then a weird kind of yeah civil war start is it a civil war if it's nah, it'd mean, still be i mean it'd be an earth war
0: yeah it's a it's a it's a pen pen planets the world's war it's a war of the worlds <laughs> 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 this it It's called The Road, When yep. Worlds Collide, War of the Worlds. So, like, anyone who finds the DVD in the bargain bin could potentially think That's that right, they, yeah. they're getting they're getting all three of those yep. movies. You know yeah. how they do, like, the three-movie bundle yep. discs? Yep. Um, maybe they think they're going to get three films, yeah, and yeah. they take it home. It's like, oh, it's just one film? Yep. And it's just one film that has the titles of yeah, three yeah. other
1: films? It's like, oh, you know, it's also like, it's like that uh, Tom Cruise film, Edge of Tomorrow, or Oblivion, because then when it went to DVD, they put the words like live, die, repeat in super big, super big letters. letters. Like, is this the same film? And then, yeah, that's that's what we'll do. So we'll just, like, make it really confusing as to what the actual name of this film is. Yeah. So it's
0: called The Road. <laughs> yep. Is it When Worlds Collide? What's what's the, the classic 1960s
1: sci-fi film? Uh, um, when Worlds Collide sounds about right. Yeah, it's When Worlds Collide, a 1933 science fiction novel by Philip Wiley and Edwin Balmer. All right
0: so it's called The Road When Worlds Collide, Collide. The, the War, War of, of the, the Worlds, worlds. Yep. and then yep. in addition to that on the DVD <laughs> cover in really big letters we'll have some sort of tagline yep. which is also a different movie's title
1: <laughs> and hope we'll Do we need to also add in uh, one of the subtitles from one of the older Superman films? So the the not the Richard Donner original but like I'm pretty sure one of the sequels had a crappy subtitle yeah Superman 4 The Quest for Peace yeah that has to go in So so
0: um, it's the Road. Yep. When Worlds Collide, yep. War of the worlds, worlds. And then our tagline, which we're going to have in bigger text, <laughs> is Quest for Peace, <laughs> The Voyage Home. <laughs> what to which home, though? Exactly. <laughs> But people are going to go, is this Star Trek 4 or is this or is this Superman 4? Or is this the original War of the Worlds or is it
1: the, the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds? Is this a book when worlds collide or did they make a film when worlds did collide? Jack, did Jack Kerouac make some kind of sequel to The Road that we're not always... Is Viggo
0: Mortensen in this? V- Viggo Mortensen and Jack Kerouac and Cormac McCarthy.
1: <laughs> yep. All right. Um, we're not going to have any room on the DVD. I, mean, I love how we're thinking about the DVD rather than the actual, like... I mean, even the film poster. We're not going to have any room for any graphics on there. It's
0: just going to be text. I also kind of love how redundant DVDs are <laughs> as know. a media distribution We don't even format. choose, like,
1: Blu-ray, which is, In- like, at least the standard of choice these days. Well, for- actually,
0: even more so than that is the digital streaming option, right, which yeah. I think a lot more people do.
1: And we have a digital streaming platform as well. Exactly. Um, I, Where are we going to fit Nicolas Cage's name on this poster?
0: <laughs> There's no room for it. You know what it. posters sort of don't do very well mm. is operate in more than one dimension yeah. they're sort of very two-dimensional objects True. I reckon Nicholas K we have like a second side to the poster <laughs> So, like, it's it's kind of like this weird sort of cuboid thing. Yeah, yeah, so, we yep. can just put as much stuff as we want on all six sides of this cuboid thing, <laughs> whilst that first page may be cluttered with names and yeah, titles. Yep, yep. On the side is, like, yep. the picture of Nicolas Cage in his... <laughs> in, I think we have to also get the ori- like his costume, because they made the costume. And oh, then, and the uh, Superman costume. Yeah, they yeah. made it,
1: and they never used it, and yeah. I feel
0: like that's a shame.
1: And I think, as well, I, it just doesn't look like a Superman it costume. Doesn't. It does it's, it's
0: white and silver, I yeah. think, from memory. Um I'm sure we can turn like that s into like a number eight, yeah, yeah. Uh, very easily with a bit of like silver marker. <laughs> And, uh, and he's like, oh, he's 8-Man or something. I yeah, don't know. Yeah.
1: doesn't matter. It does not matter what the suit looks like. We'll get it. We'll rip the S off. If, like, if we really have to,
0: we'll do yep. what they do in all the Marvel films, yep. which is like, they're not really wearing the suit. Yeah. It's just like, we'll get someone who fits in the suit yep. and do all the bits and pieces. Yep. And then we'll get Nicolas Cage in like a, a green onesie and yep. then we'll Photoshop his face on. You know on.
1: what? What we could even do, we just use the original Superman suit because this is set so far in the future and it's post-apocalyptic. Maybe it's the only suit that's available and it's kind exactly. of exactly and torn and or,
0: or maybe like the character like found it in a costume yeah, shop exactly. yeah exactly and he's just like you know what I want to embody the yeah. the um you yeah, know, and, the, the but, morals of this yeah. sort of fictional character yeah, from yeah. the
1: past and like Mad Max where like it's set not that far in the future but like everyone there doesn't remember what airplanes are and what like, exactly. various things are someone will like he'll dig out this suit and be like I have no idea what this yeah, is no it one, seems,
0: it's a hundred years ago no one it's, remembers it's what a, Superman yeah, is it's an
1: ancient relic from the, uh, the good times the pre the pre-crash um yeah the, the yeah the pre-collision pre-collision event um so yeah i'll just wear it we i mean we still we have a good first act yeah we
0: do we don't have any characters or story <laughs> for acts two and three <laughs> um <laughs> what are the goals then if 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 the superhero dies and the are we gonna are they gonna try to separate the world are there a, is there a separatist movement who's yeah, who maybe trying to bury nuclear warheads yep, be, between split, yeah. between like either they're doing it on the surface around the road yep. to try and like create a, a fracture line to force yep. them apart or are they drilling into the core i think they're
1: drilling into the core um, in oh, fact, maybe they're doing both simultaneously. Doing both, yeah. So
0: they need a um, a Bruce Willis style <laughs> oil right. rig yeah, yeah. drilling exactly. team to
1: get down in there. I like the idea that like on opposite ends of the road, right? So you know, it's a circumference. Yeah. One end, they're doing it from one side of the planet. And then the other end, they're doing it from the other side of the planet. So yeah. they're, like they're about to meet in the middle. Yeah. Um, and it's a race to... No, that doesn't work.
0: Yeah, it does. It's as, as, as antipodes, and it's exactly what they did with uh, the Harbour Bridge. Is they started <laughs> on all right, opposite yeah, that, sides right. and yeah, they,
1: yeah. they met in the middle.
0: That's it. Um, so definitely one of our characters is like a mining, yep, yep. a mining guy who's yep. like, oh, I was just a, I didn't realise. I thought I was mining for oil or yep. some.
1: No, we're gonna make it more ridiculous than that. It's more like I drill concrete posts for a living. Exactly, you're the only person that's left that can do it. Allah. Um, what was that? What was the Michael Bay film that they did? That? Armageddon. Armageddon, was, was, yeah. They, they, were, like,
0: <laughs> they were like, we're the best oil rigging crew yeah. out in the Pacific digging for oil. <laughs> therefore, like, it's much better to send us <laughs> into space than it it's is right. to, to yeah, train it's, asteroids it's, to do a, a, a <laughs> the job of a grunt.
1: Um, yeah, it's exactly right. So it's just like some, like, maybe it's the, I mean, do we bring Nicolas Cage's son in? Can we get him into this role? Not playing Nicolas Cage's son. All right, Well, right, one second. I'll just send a message off.
0: Any, oh, yes Great. yes he's, he's
1: replied um I'm tr- I'm
0: trying to do it like as a as a package deal to, to add this if you if you want to do the road with your son yeah then you have to be in in national, national treasure. treasure all right um he's he's tentatively agreed that he's he will allow his son to be in the ro- the road but yep. uh is is oddly silent still on the national treasure front Damn. So.
1: oh look we'll get him eventually all right so uh Carlel Cop- Coppola, I think is his Kalil name. Kyle Coppola, yeah. Uh plays um just like Billy. B- B- Billy the the he, he just I mean his his job is just digging fence posts. Digging fence posts, yeah. Um but for some reason the sort of powers that be around the world have have sort of come to him and said you are absolutely the best man for the job. You clearly know how to dig big holes. Yeah, exactly. Um rather than let our talented group of engineers and scientists like, learn how to dig holes. We're going to let you do it instead. You're going to dig from this side of the um, planet down into the core uh, of the road and plant uh, the biggest nuclear device that we have to try and blow the two planets apart. Um, And that is, yeah. So this is the war, right? So both sides of the planet are are at war and they just feel like the solution is we need to blow the other planet away. You know know
0: what's weird? In an M. Night (laughs) Shyamalan-style twist. Yep. The aliens <laughs> have exactly the same plan. Yep. And at the end of the film, they complete the tunnels yep. and they meet in the middle. And it's like we're going to stop you from. Oh no, you're doing exactly the same thing we're trying to do. Why are yeah. we Why are we fighting if yeah. you just- we want the same thing? Yep. And then they just pe- just pe- peacefully blow oh, so their that's nuclear a warheads. Perfectly happy ending. Except twist again, yep. M. Night Shyamalan 2, <laughs> um, they, by by blowing it up, yep. they, they don't separate the planets at all. Oh, really? And I was going to say they destroy the planets, but that's really bad no. movie manager thing because that'll, <laughs> that'll completely stop the uh, of having having a sequel. Yep. Maybe, you know how the Earth's core is like iron? Yep. Maybe um, the nuclear blast creates like a fusion reaction and yep. those two iron cores sort of like meld together yep. and and... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to think what would happen if you actually had put an explosive inside <laughs> two sort of small we, objects. Are we
1: going to be like, this is the only part of the film where we're actually scientifically accurate? No, I
0: think, you know how it's uh, up until this point, it's two balls that yep. are sort of stuck together. Yep. When they put the nuclear bomb ex- inside, yep. it, it explodes and the two balls sort of puff out. Yep. But when they sort of go back to coalesce, yep. they just form one, one giant ball. planet, one giant big oh, okay, ball. Okay, yeah. So they've really, they've created... Uh, like a new hybrid. Yeah. yeah. So that in the act of trying to separate, they've actually brought themselves closer together.
1: That's right. Yeah. And that's great. And then I also like the idea that... Ah, see, this is how we tie it all together as well. Once that planet has been... This new hybrid planet has been developed. It's a singular sphere now. Um, Every single creature that's born or every new... like. Whoever the main species of the planet is, yeah. these human alien hybrids are now all like Nicolas Cage's character. Yeah, and it's just a new super race. Of- it's a
0: new, it's a new super planet. Yeah, called Earthulon <laughs> 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 or Globular. <laughs> Depending, I like globular. I mean, it, it really depends because there's there's, there's going to be have to be some the people who are originally on one side yeah. call it globular Earth, and the other one on the other side called no, Earthulon. They
1: need a new name because like this planet is now the proper unification of two planets. Exactly, and everything it, it now, can't be just like a portmanteau of the no, previous it two things. No, can't, and it can't have one that sort of appears first. It, they can't get one. One can't have first billing over the other. So yeah. it's a brand new name.
0: Um, Maybe it, they just call it Eight. Which eight? is like the or you know whatever the symbol is. I thought we we're going to turn the S on Superman's <laughs> clothes into like I the like number it. eight, oh. or they, well, they, no, they name it after Nicolas Cage. No, we,
1: yeah, we yeah maybe it's like an infinity, infinity, loop soup, yeah, Planet Infinity, Planet Infinity, yeah, yeah, Infi- yeah, no, no, inf- no, Planet yeah. Infinity, Planet Infinity is, is, a great, is a great name. It for is it. an absolutely great name. And for and, it.
0: and we do this, you know, that really sickly. Turn yourself off your food, sweet <laughs> um, Hollywood style ending where everything just ends so perfectly and yeah, everyone yeah. just sort of gets along. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the,
1: uh, the amber filter is replaced with a beautiful sunset. Yeah, exactly. God, this just reminds me of the end
0: of Happy Feet. The end of Happy <laughs> Feet made me so angry. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Penguin, for dancing and tell us telling us that environmental pollution is wrong. <laughs> you, you've solved all of our problems because we can now communicate with penguins through the medium of dance. <laughs> Goddammit, George Miller, what were you thinking?
1: <laughs> anyway, so uh, this new planet, Planet Infinity, is now dominated by a master race of Infinityons.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, we're probably not... We've got to set ourselves up for the sequel.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, really?
0: Yeah, I mean, all good all good movies, film studios, films, there's a possibility of a sequel because we've got to milk as much money out of our ideas right, as possible. You know, okay,
1: here's how we set up the sequel then. So when the nuclear explosion goes off... Are we do- are we doing this in post-credit? Uh, no, 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 no. This is um, what actually happens in yep. the film. We can hint at, at it in a post-credit sequence. But basically, when that nuclear bomb goes off, rather than merging the two planets together, it actually like explodes outwards and then coats both planets in a giant, like, new crust. Yep. So it sort of... Fuse, fuses them into fuses one. Fuses them into one, and then it sort of surrounds it. So the original two merged planets are sort of still inside this new ah, right. mega planet.
0: So whilst whilst there are some people who are just like, planet infinity is the best. Yeah. We get the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. And we can get... I think Miley Cyrus did a song called "Best of Both Worlds." (laughs) She's on the soundtrack now as well. Really, Um, and uh, everyone's like, "Planet Infinity is the best. It's the greatest." The new master race is like, "There's still, still people inside." It's like our planet's locked inside here. There's an
1: underground society there. Literally, Uh,
0: literally underground society. And
1: you know how I mentioned earlier that there were people that just waiting for the next post-apocalyptic event. Well, there's people in a post-apocalyptic event waiting for an even bigger post-apocalyptic event. Exactly. Event, and so they take over the underworld. Um, which is, like, the previous world of two merged planets. Yeah. And there's the sequel. There's the sequel, yeah. It's now the underdwellers, the the mole people of the world, of of planet infinity, who now must rise up
0: we're doing again isn't one of the sequels to the original planet of the apes beneath the planet of the apes yes it is so like maybe we just do that be- yeah, the, b- beneath the planet infinity like <laughs> the sequel that'll be the
1: sequel no yeah. no and, yeah well and then our dvd covers for that will have to be again a similar case of just like we're just gonna jam yeah every film title in people there.
0: aren't even sure if they're watching the original <laughs> or the sequel anymore exactly it's it's, it's not clear at all yeah Yep. All right. So long as they're watching our films, we don't care which of them they're watching.
1: <laughs> All right. So let's summarize. This is The um, the Road When Worlds Collide. War of the Worlds. The War of the Worlds. That's that's
0: the name of the film. Uh, the big t- taglines are
1: uh, Quest, the quest for, for Peace, The, the for Voyage for peace. Home. The Voyage Home, starring Nicolas Cage, Kalel Coppola. Kalel Coppola. and And, that's pretty much it and Miley Cyrus and and Miley
0: Cyrus is in there as well taking a page from (laughs) A Star Is Born where we take a a, a soundtrack written by um uh, Miley Cyrus yep. and Jimi Hendrix's son f- for whatever reason <laughs> if Jimi Hendrix had a son I have no idea yeah they, they collaborate in, probably because uh, I, I mean, I'm not sure if we mentioned it up until now but Khalil Coppola is also an aspiring musician <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so all of all of the music in there is, is, is yeah, that's right because own- he's
1: like a lonely like fence post driller yeah um, he just he has his acoustic guitar on his back all the time and once he's finished digging a pole he just uh, sings a little song
0: yeah I also really like Planet Infinity as a yeah. Yeah. A name for a film yeah and i, I think now
1: nah, there has to be the sequel i like, mean but
0: this is the thing i think people will just refer to the film as planet infinity for convenience yeah, sake yeah, yeah. but the, like it's just never called planet infinity yeah but we we whenever whenever we talk about it whenever we refer to it just like oh the planet infinity yeah, film
1: we'll put it on the spine of the uh dvd box instead so the front of the box will have all that what stuff is, on what it. it's actually called yeah 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 great um all right, I think, I think that's a wrap. You
0: know what? I also really want to do with this as well. Yeah, and I, I know you said it's a wrap. Okay, un- re- hang on. Let me let me unwrap it. <laughs> you <laughs> can. You don't have to unwrap it because this is this is tangential to the film. Okay, but we also opened a chain of restaurants similar <laughs> to Planet Hollywood. <laughs> And we call it Planet, Planet Infinity. Infinity. Yeah, yeah, great.
1: And then we fill it with all the like paraphernalia and sort of. Or do we make it themed as if you're like, this is what Planet Infinity would be like? And we serve like
0: food. If, if inspired- you sit on one side of the restaurant, you get a menu, right, yeah, yeah. different menu too. If you sit That's on the right, other yeah, side yeah, of the yeah. restaurant,
1: and it's all like food inspired by yeah. uh, the lifestyle of the Infinityons.
0: Yeah. No, the gro- the globulons. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, no, hang on. That's right. This is this is post post merging. Post merging, or yeah. is it like depending on what time? of... If you go early in the day. Yep. <laughs> it's 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 separated. So yeah, the, yeah, so that's the right. breakfast yeah. menu. So maybe, maybe we do that. Like the breakfast, lunch and dinner yep. follow, follows the plot of the film. Yep. And depending on when you go, <laughs> depends on what theme, what the, restaurant theme the restaurant is because it's, yeah. uh, it's almost like it's playing out in real time.
1: And I reckon Nicolas Cage will be on board as it cuz like Planet Hollywood was made up of a bunch of like Hollywood actors yeah, as well. Wasn't Schwarzenegger it? and a whole bunch of those yeah, guys that's right. I think. I'm so. sure Nicolas Cage wants to jump in on that whole like world yeah. of Hollywood based restaurant chains. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll get him on board. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's ah. Oh, this is great. This is just synergy at its finest. <laughs> now I think it's a wrap. I think so. All right, housekeeping as per usual. We are online at moviefilmstudios.net where you can find all of our previous episodes, our bios, and of course, Mufuza our database of films that we've created on this podcast. Uh, search Facebook for Movie Film Studios and join the group there. Where emoji clues, for the most part, are posted every week as to the trailers that we've watched in the upcoming episodes.
0: What I noticed this week, and I hadn't noticed it before, is that on Mufasa Wadeda, yep, if you do go to the, the, um, uh, the films that we've made, yep. there is also listed underneath there the trailers that we watched that week as well, yes. c- conveniently linked to those. Um,
1: uh, yeah, they're on the uh, actual pages for the episodes themselves. It'll show the trailers that we watched for these week's episodes, so you can go ahead and watch them before we spoil them for you.
0: <laughs> or after, or, you know, yeah, whatever, you. whatever works
1: for you. Yep. Or during. <laughs> or instead of. Yep. <laughs> um, we are on Twitter because we're contractually obligated to, and we're also on iTunes, Podbean, and any other place that you get podcasts from. Uh, and I think that's it.
0: All that remains is to thank you. Oh, actually, wait wait a second. Oh, another message from Nicholas Cage. Oh, God. Oh, no. Um, oh, he's out. <laughs> What? Oh, the whole, what? The whole thing? Power move. No, he's now in for National Treasure, yeah. but out for the road. Oh, and God.
1: And Planet Infineon? And Infinity? Planet and Infineon.
0: He's like, you can have one, but not the other.
1: Oh, my God. Can we get him in half of both?
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll send him a message and see if he'll agree to that. Uh, <laughs> oh. So all that remains is to say to, to, to thank you all for listening this week. I've been Isaac. And I've been AJ. Roll credits.